I gotta admit it's kind of crazy that we're here again tengo, end of the year I feel like at the end of every year it feels like a blur last year when we were here we talked about some things concerning an outpouring God was bringing el año pasado hablamos de el derramamiento que Dios iba a traer that would be connected to severe warfare. que iba a ser conectado a una guerra severa and we as a church we've seen God do some amazing things as a church body y como una iglesia y un cuerpo vimos Dios hacer cosas grandes the most important things that we've seen God do las cosas más importantes que hemos visto Dios hacer is that we've seen more people saved this year than any other year. That was really worth giving God a better praise than that. We saw the Lord really pour out in the area of salvation. We saw many people take a next steps course and a next steps class. Paso, to be able to further their walk with the Lord. We started our City Legacy Project and God poured out on that. And we, we're seeing, we've had the best financial year as a church that we have ever had. Come on, give God praise. And we're continuing to see God do more. Vamos a continuar viendo a Dios ser más. But how many of you in this room Pero de en este cuarto still feel todavía sienten like you're waiting on God todavía está esperando en Dios for something para algo specific. específico. I'm going to preach to you 12. Praise Yo the Lord. Le voy a predicar a ustedes 12. The rest of you got it all figured out. El resto de ustedes están bien. Feel free to come preach next year. You know, when I preach a service like New Year's, I want to make sure that what I'm preaching isn't wishful thinking. I want to make sure that what I'm preaching is exactly what the Lord has placed on my heart. So if this preaching don't make you top 10, that's not my problem. Si esta predicación no hace los 10 de arriba, no es mi problema. Pray, Pero mientras que yo comencé a orar, el Señor me trajo un pasaje familiar de escritura. Vayan a su Biblia en Galatas 6:9. Dale clic ahí o por lo menos traten de hacerlo o hagan como lo hicieron. And I began to praise, Lord, what is, what is the word of the Lord for this season. Y comenzó ahora el Dios, ¿cuál es la palabra del Señor para esta temporada? And I'm in verse 9. Estoy en verso 9. And it says this, and let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will if we do not give up it was so short I got to read it again and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season let's say this together we will reap we will reap if we 
do not give up. I asked the Lord what 2024 was going to have in store, and not just for our church, but in, in the kingdom. Yo le pedí al Señor qué tenía el 2024, no solamente para nuestra iglesia, pero para el reino. And he gave me two words. Y me dio dos palabras. Perseverance. Perseverancia. And harvest. Y cosecha. Perseverance. Perseverancia. And harvest. Y cosecha. Come on, let's pray. Vamos, vamos a orar. Holy Spirit. Espíritu Santo. Would you help me to speak it like you gave it to me? Que me ayude a hablarlo como tú me lo distes. That I would not misstep to the left nor to the right. Que yo no vaya a la izquierda o la derecha. But that you would give me the unction of your spirit to deliver this word. Que tú me des la unción de tu Espíritu Santo. That your people would be edified. Que tu gente sea edificados. Strengthened. Fortalecidos. And energized in this room today. Y dado energía en este cuarto hoy. Come on, in Jesus' name we pray. En el nombre de Jesús oramos. Come on, the church shout amen. La iglesia grita amen. In the verse that we just read, Paul, the apostle, is the writer. En el versículo que leímos, el apóstol Pablo es el escritor. He's writing to a church in a city that's called Galatia. Le está hablando a una ciudad que es llamado Galatías. And Galatia was a city that's in the now country of Turkey. Es una ciudad que se llamaba Galatía que ahora es llamada como Turquesa. And Paul was having a plethora, just a bunch of issues with this church. Estaba teniendo muchas situaciones con esta iglesia. Among the most prominent things and issues in this church was that after Paul left, false teachers came in. And one of the things they wanted the church to do was they wanted the church to practice Judaism alongside of Christianity. And Paul issues a harsh rebuke in the book of Galatians. And he he begins to reestablish the groundwork for right doctrine of grace and justification by faith. La gracia justificación de fe. In Galatians 6, verses 6 to 20, the immediate context is he's talking about how the church is actually treating their leaders. Está hablando de cómo la iglesia está tratando a sus líderes. He's actually talking in those verses about how the churches, some of them aren't even listening to the teachings of the leaders and how they should respond to a teacher or a leader or an elder in the church. Está hablando de cómo no están haciéndole caso a los maestros y los ancianos de la iglesia en esos versículos. Within this verse 9, I want to lift a principle out of it that is true across the kingdom. En este versículo 9, quiero levantar un principio que es verdadero en el reino. Paul recognizes that it is the nature of man to wear thin in the process of waiting. Él sabe que es naturaleza del hombre de desanimarse en la espera. If done in the flesh, man will fall away while waiting on God. Si es hecho en la carne, los vamos a ir lejos de esperar en Dios. Don't worry, it's not you, it's the person next to you, God. No te preocupes, no eres tú, le está hablando a la persona a su lado, Dios. If done in the flesh, si hecho en la carne, we get weary fast. No desavinamos rápido. What is weariness? ¿Qué es desánimo? Here's Lewis's definition. Esta la definición de Lewis. Weariness is when our willingness to work and walk in the kingdom is overcome by the weakness of the flesh. 
El desánimo es la buena voluntad de trabajar y caminar en el reino. Es sobrepasada por las debilidades de la carne. Have you ever got tired of waiting for God? ¿Te has cansado de esperar por Dios? I know it's late, but you got to talk to me. Yo sé que es tarde, pero me tienen que hablar. Have you ever felt like God is blessing everybody else? Ha pensado Dios está bendiciendo a todo el mundo. But not you. Pero no a mí. And you're trying to be faithful. Y estás siendo fiel. And they keep on telling you to praise him in the hallway. Y te siguen diciendo esperarle en el pasillo, adóralo. But you're going through hell in the hallway. Pero estás pasando por el infierno en el pasillo. I'm going to do a whole series called Hell in the Hallway. Voy a hacer una serie llamado Infierno en el pasillo. Because waiting on God is hard. Porque esperar en Dios es difícil. I don't care what nobody tells you. Yo, a mí no me importa lo que te digan. If they tell you it was peaches and roses, they are lying. Si te dicen que es arcoíris, están mintiendo. Waiting is hard. Esperar es difícil. And Paul recognizes, he says, some of you are growing weary in doing the good thing. Y Pablo reconoce y dice, algunos se están desanimando a hacer el bien. And notice what he said, don't grow weary. Te das de cuenta que él dice, no crece en desánimo. Did you know that weariness grows? Tú sabes que el desánimo crece. It doesn't just come. No solamente viene. Weariness isn't a moment. El, el desánimo no es un momento. It's a rhythm we fall into of talking bad about what God is doing. Es un ritmo que caemos de hablar de las cosas malas que Dios está haciendo. Weariness isn't something that just happens. El desánimo no es algo que pasa. It's not something we slip and fall into. No es algo donde nos caímos. It grows over time. Crece por tiempo. When we're bitter at God for not working how we want. Que no estamos felices con Dios haciendo lo que él quiere hacer. When we think we do something that hasn't come our way. Que estamos pensando que íbamos a hacer algo que no ha venido a nuestro lado. Weariness grows. El desánimo crece. It's like a cancer in our lives. Es como un cáncer en nuestras vidas. Can I tell you the goal of weariness isn't always to pull you out of church. La meta del desánimo no siempre para jalarte fuera de la iglesia. It's often just to make you minimally impactful. Es para que no sea impactante. I will. Lo voy a decir otra vez. Weariness doesn't always pull you out of church. El desánimo no siempre te jala de la iglesia. It often makes you minimally impactful. Te hace menos impactante. Never before in my life. Nunca en mi vida antes. Have I seen a body of believers across the nation? Yo he visto un cuerpo de creyentes en la nación. Who have the highest expectations of God? Que la tienen la expectativa más alta de Dios. But the lowest desire to do as He has commanded. Pero el anhelo más bajo de hacer lo que él desea que tú hagas. Hebrews 10. The author talks about the olden days. Hebreos 10 habla de los tiempos de antes. He says, remember when you would have done anything for God. Te dice, recuerda cuando hubieras hecho lo que sea para Dios. Would have given your clothes on your back for God. Hubiera dado tu ropa tu espalda para Dios. Would have given anything for anybody for the sake of the kingdom. Le hubiera dado lo que sea al que sea por el reino. But nowadays you'd be lucky if you get to church. Ahora tenés suerte si llega a la iglesia. We're okay with two times a month. Estamos bien con dos veces al mes. The nation as a whole is falling away from God. La nación como completa está alejándose de Dios. I got news. Tengo noticia. It won't get better. No se va a poner mejor. There are many in the body of Christ entering 2024. Hay muchos en el cuerpo de Dios entrando al 2024. Further in their heart from the Lord. Más lejos en su corazón del Señor. Than they have ever been. Que antes estado. 
Their prophetic utterances are very dull now. Están, su, um, razones proféticas están muy lejas. Their gifts are drying up, waiting for them to be used. Sus regalos se están secando, esperando que lo usen. Because there's a worldliness that has entered into the church. It's a, it's a mentality of gaining on the secular but abandoning the sacred. Y'all don't have to like me tonight. As I prayed, I, I began to just ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want to stay to the church? And here's the first thing he told me to tell you. That he desires to grace you with the power to persevere. Now I gotta tell you. Persevering don't sound really good to me right now. Because it indicates a level of hardship and opposition. Porque indica momentos difíciles y oposición. I'm not saying that next year is going to be 24-7 harvest for you. I'm saying that those who persevere, who don't grow weary, that there will be a harvest in their life. The direct context of this verse, Galatians 6-9, el contexto de Galatas 6:9 is in, in connection with doing good and doing what the teachers of Scripture tell you in the church. Es en conexión a hacer el bien y lo que los maestros en la iglesia te dicen que haga. Yet in a broader perspective here, the, the byproduct of doing good is that weariness attacks your life. Pero el producto del de desánimo ataca tu vida. What you don't realize is the weariness you feel. No te das de cuenta que el desánimo que tú sientes is the actual evidence that you are doing the will of God in your life. Es la evidencia que está haciendo la voluntad de Dios en tu vida. And you look at the lack of result as the issue. Y tú mira lo lo que no son resultado en tu vida como un problema. But the Lord is saying to you, I'm strengthening you through your process. Pero el Señor te dice, te estoy fortaleciendo en tu proceso. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Algunos de ustedes saben lo que yo estoy hablando. Y'all hopped on a diet and wanted to lose 30 pounds in one week. Hacen una dieta y quieren perder 30 libras en una semana. You weighed yourself after the first meal. Te pesaste después de comer tu primera cena. This ain't working. Esto no está trabajando. You, you had a whole meal prep that went to waste. Tuviste, preparaste toda tu cena que se fue al perdido. Because you didn't get the results you wanted as fast as you wanted. Porque no tuviste los resultados lo rápido lo quería. It's so much like that in the kingdom of God that when we don't see the results that we stop pressing in and doing the things that God has called us to do. That he's designed us to do. That he has placed us in this region to do. And we got every reason why we don't have to do it. But we've been designed for this season. We've been called for this time. You've been raised up for this generation. The weariness is evidence that you are doing the right thing. Somebody say, thank you, Lord, for evidence. If you weren't tired, that might be an issue. Are you as passionate as you have been? Do you find a reason to pray less? 
I've been there. Yo he estado ahí. I remember I'm at sabbatical. Yo me recuerdo mi sabático. I called the pastor. Yo llamé al pastor. Who was mentoring me? Que me estaba mentando. And I said, Hey, I'm not going to read my Bible for the next four months. Y yo dije, Yo no voy a leer mi Biblia por los cuatro últimos meses. And I had a good reason. Y yo tenía una buena razón. I said, Because the people in the Bible didn't have a Bible. Porque la gente en la Biblia no tenía una Biblia. I theologized that one real good. It wasn't good theology. No era buena teólogo. But we find reasons to do less. Pero buscamos razones para hacer menos. The Spirit of the Lord is saying to every person in this room today, I want to grant you a grace to persevere. El Espíritu Santo le está diciendo a cada persona, le quiero dar una gracia para perseverar. Can I tell you something? ¿Te puedo decir algo? This year coming up, you're going to need this grace. Este año que viene va a necesitar esa gracia. As we enter into an election year, there will be a divisive narrative in the, in the nation. Mientras que entramos a un año de elección, va a haber unas narrativas divisivas. I believe with all of my heart that this year we will see America be turned upside down. Yo creo con todo mi corazón que vamos a ver América ser volteadas abajo. But the church needs to be a standard of holiness. Pero la iglesia tiene que ser un estándar de santidad. A standard of truth. Un estándar de verdad. And a place of refuge for those who are looking for the Lord. Y un lugar de refugio para aquellos que están buscando al Señor. I believe that across the earth we will see wars and rumors of wars continue as the earth is having birthing pains. Creo que vamos a ver guerra y rumores de guerra mientras que la tierra tiene dolor de pacto. The parallel should be that the bride of Christ is filled with glory and power and persevering even in the season where the world is being cast into darkness. El paralelo de, de la iglesia es que la, la, la novia de Cristo sea llena de gloria y perseverancia. Weariness seeks to get you to cease the work of the kingdom. El desánimo hace que tú no veas el trabajo del reino. It wants you to stop praying. Él quiere que tú dejes de orar. To see, to cease in your sharing your faith. De no compartir tu fe. To stop your worship. De parar tu adoración. Your servitude. Tu servir. Your willingness to be who God called you to be. El querer hacer lo que Dios te ha llamado a hacer. But you have to persevere. Pero tienes que perseverar. Well, what do we get if we persevere? ¿Qué obtenemos si perseveramos? Paul says, let us not grow weary Pablo dice que no nos desanimemos alcancemos of doing good de hacer el bien for in due season porque en el debido tiempo we will reap vamos a cosechar we will reap vamos a cosechar I have it three times like I said one more time Lo tengo we Lo tengo will reap nosotros vamos a cosechar now, if you don't know what reap is, no pun intended. Si tú no sabes lo que es cosechar, it means that everything you sowed, you will get out of the a harvest out of it. Es todo lo que vas a sembrar, recibirá una cosecha. And, and some of you have been waiting for a long time for the things that you were asking God for. Y muchos de ustedes estado esperando mucho tiempo por lo que estás preguntándole al Señor. And I'm gonna tell you something. God works slow. Yo te voy a decir algo. Dios trabaja lentamente. But God works sure. Pero Dios trabaja seguro. He's rarely fast. Él es bien rápido. Rarely fast. Oh, no es tan rápido. But he's always faithful. Pero siempre es fiel. He's always faithful. El siempre es fiel. The issue with man is that we want the season we want when we want it. 
El problema con el hombre es que queremos la temporada cuando las queremos. Paul said, you're going to reap in due season. Pablo dice, vas a cosechar en el debido tiempo. You're going to reap in due season. Vas a cosechar en el debido tiempo. And here's what the Lord began to really speak to me about. This is the core of what I want to tell you something Y esto today. es lo que Dios comenzó a hablarme. That this year is a Kairos year for delayed harvests. That the things that you have been waiting on that have been delayed that some of you are about to stop waiting on. You're about to give up when the Lord is saying you're at the brink. That this will be a year where you will begin to see the fullness of the fruit of the harvest that God has promised you. This word season in Galatians is the Greek word kairos. Esta palabra temporada this es kairos. Kairos means the appointed and divine time of God. El Kairos es el debido temporada de Dios. It's like when everything in the natural and the spirit come aligned. Es cuando todo en lo natural y el espíritu se alinean. And it's the perfect time for that which God has promised to come. Y es el tiempo perfecto que Dios ha prometido venir. And there are things that some people and us as a church and as a nation and also as individuals you've been waiting on the Lord for and here's what I, I, I sense in my spirit they're coming. Hay cosas como pueblo, nación, iglesia estamos esperando y siento en mi espíritu que vienen. And as the Lord began to even share this with me that morning, the next morning, someone began to text me and tell me the same exact thing. And I'm like, oh God, you're, you're on it right now. Y la el próximo día alguien me texteó lo mismo que Dios estaba poniendo en mi corazón. Yo dije, Dios, tú estás encima de esto. 2024 is the year where many of the delayed prayers that you have been praying. El año 2024 es muchas de las oraciones tardadas. He brought me to Daniel 9 and 10 where, where Daniel's prayers had been withheld by spiritual warfare. Those things, the Lord said, this year they're going to begin to break through in the spirit. Me llevó a Daniel 10 donde hablaba de sus oraciones guantadas, pero había rompimiento. It's due season. Es en la temporada. Tell somebody next to you, it's due season. Es la temporada. But then he began to say to me, Louis, Pero él me comenzó a decir, Luis, there's two harvests coming. Hay dos que there's a harvest for the righteous. Hay una para el que es recto. But there's those in the church who are playing. Hay que están en la And where the grace of God has withheld. Y lo que la de Dios ha the discipline of the Lord. La de Dios. That we will see many in the church. Vamos a ver a muchos en la fall under the discipline of God. And those who are righteous will walk in righteousness. Got real quiet. But those who have been playing on both sides of the fence. The Lord is calling out for the church to get in one accord. To repent. To strengthen themselves. De to get on the page with the Lord. Que se la misma con el Señor. Because he's going to need you in the harvest. Te va a en la Some of us act as if the things that we have done and we do. Estamos algunos pensando lo que hacemos 
y lo que hemos hecho. Because we're under grace, everything is good. Y porque estamos debajo de la gracia, todo está bien. But can I challenge you this evening? Pero yo te puedo retar en esta tarde. To remain steadfast. Que te quedes firme. To not look to the left nor to the right. Que no mires a la izquierda o la derecha. But to put your faith and your hope in the Lord. Que ponga tu confianza y tu esperanza en el Señor. If you've been playing on on both sides of the fence, the Lord's saying to you today, get it together as you enter the new year. Si estás jugando en dos lados, Dios te dice que te ponga en línea. Begin to sow seeds with the harvest that you want to see in your life. Comienza a sembrar semillas en la cosecha que quieres ver en tu vida. Because there is a harvest coming. Porque hay una cosecha que viene. What, what have you been waiting on the Lord for? ¿En qué estado esperando en el Señor? What have you been waiting on the Lord for? ¿En qué estado esperando en el Señor? I believe with all of my heart that the Lord in this next year. Yo creo con todo mi corazón que el Señor este próximo año. He wants to bring the church in alignment across many nations. Quiere traer la iglesia en alineamiento a través de muchas naciones. Not just in America, it's not about us. No solamente en América, no es de nosotros. But there's a greater kingdom work that God is doing. Pero hay un trabajo más grande que el Señor está haciendo en el reino. And can I tell you, he's looking for sons and daughters who will walk in that will and walk in that purpose. Él está buscando hijos y hijas que caminarán en ese propósito. That in the midst of turmoil, the church is harvesting. En el medio de esos momentos difíciles que la iglesia está cosechando. That in the midst of hardship, the church is seeing the glory of God. Que en esos momentos difíciles la iglesia verá la gloria de Dios. Not from a religious obligation do we do the work of the kingdom. No por obligación religiosa hacemos el trabajo del reino. But because we know that God God is doing something supernatural beyond our ability even as we work in the kingdom. Porque sabemos que Dios está haciendo algo sobrenatural en el reino mientras que trabajamos en el reino. Can I tell somebody God is still working? Le puedo decir a alguien Dios todavía está trabajando. That you're waiting but God's still working. Tú estás esperando pero Dios todavía está trabajando. And maybe God's not working on what you want, he's working on you. Quizá no está trabajando en lo que tú quieras, quizá está trabajando en ti. The greatest thing that God has ever made me do is wait. Because in the waiting we gain more skills to handle what we've asked for. Come on, I want to challenge you, don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't grow weary in well-doing. There's a confluence coming your way. Hay algo que viene en de camino. There's something coming. It's it's, it's a it's your efforts in the Lord, and it's not from a place of of works, but from your faithfulness to the Lord and His faithfulness to His word. He will do what He said. No es por tu fuerza, es por la fidelidad que tú has tenido con Dios. Now, while many might tell you it's all going to be good next year, Louis Burgos cannot do that. Muchos te van a decir todo va a estar bien el próximo año. Luis Burgos no puede hacer eso. Because I want to be obedient to God. Pero yo quiero ser obediente al Señor. You may go through some things. Quizá pasará por algunas cosas. But you won't go by yourself. Pero no va a ir solo. You will face some trials. Vas a tener ciertos problemas. But you won't be by yourself. Pero no va a estar solo. Weariness will come. El desánimo va a venir. But weariness won't win. Pero el desánimo no va a ganar. Because in due season. Porque en la temporada. God says you will reap. Dios dice vas a cosechar. He wants to grace you with the power to persevere. Él te quiere dar la gracia para perseverar. 
Why? Well, because there's a delayed harvest coming your way. If, if Eric can come wherever he's at, I don't si know about y'all. Yo no sé Has anybody been like really faithful? Pero ha sido como bien fiel. If you know you've been faithful, I'm not, this is not to put you on a spot, but you know that you're faithful and you love the Lord. Could you jump to your feet real quick? Puedes sobre tu pie. This ain't to single you out. This ain't to, but you know, you know who you are. You're in church all the time. You, you love the Lord. Just, and this ain't a preacher trap, I promise you. No es para I, I just want to, I want to challenge you. Te quiero desafiar. That this season that is coming your way there's a massive harvest coming to you. Here's the third thing I want to tell you. Stay standing. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. For the harvest requires strength. Porque la cosecha requiere fortaleza. This is the mistake you're making. Este es error que estás haciendo. You think that waiting. Tú crees que esperar. Alone prepares you. Solamente te prepara. It does not. No lo hace. I'm gonna say it again. Waiting does not prepare you. Lo voy a decir otra vez. Esperar no te prepara. I was in Baltimore, Maryland. Yo estaba en Baltimore, Maryland. Nine months ago. Nueve meses atrás. And my wife texted me. Y su esposa lo textió. A picture. Un retrato. It was actually a lot. It was it was eight months, eight and a half months ago. No, era ocho meses atrás. And she she sent me a picture. Y ella le mandó un retrato. And before she sent the picture, she said, "Do you want to laugh?" Antes que ella le mandara la foto, le dijo, "¿Te quieres reír?" Y'all know me. I love to laugh. I'm like, "Hey, girl, send it, send it." Tú sabes cómo yo soy. A mí me gusta reírme. Yo dije, "Ay, niña, mándamelo." She sent me a pregnancy test. Y me mandó una prueba de embarazo. That was positive. Que estaba positiva. I'm in shock. Yo estaba emocionado. But this ain't funny. Oh, esto no, no esto no es cómico. Talking about wanna laugh. Hablando de querer reír. I wanna cry. Yo quiero llorar. But instantly I was overjoyed. Instantáneamente tenía gozo. But as a father. Pero como un padre. My mind went to preparation. Mi, mi mentalidad fue a preparación. We had to prepare finances. Tuvimos que prepararnos financieramente. We had to get the house ready. La casa en orden. We talked to each other about what our roles would be. Hablamos de qué íbamos a hacer. We, we had to prepare a, a to-go bag for the hospital. Teníamos que preparar nuestra bolsa para el hospital. We had to prepare uh, the, the kids for what was coming. Teníamos que preparar a la niña para lo que venía. We had conversations with Emmy. You're no longer going to be the baby. Teníamos conversaciones con Emmy. No vas a ser la bebé más. We had conversation with Aria and Milo. That mom, we're going to need your help. <laughs> Listen. Tuvimos la conversación con Aria y Milo. Necesitamos tu ayuda. Hagan caso. We purchased the stuff that we needed. Compramos las cosas que necesitábamos. Decluttered some rooms. Limpiamos algunos cuartos. If you had a kid, you know what I'm talking about. You have to prepare. And then on Wednesday, we went to the hospital and we were prepared. And then the baby comes. And now we're zombies. Because the waiting part and the preparation part is the easy part. It takes more strength to carry the promise than it does to wait on the promise. Pastor, what are you saying? Some of you are trying to lean on yesterday's works. 
en las obras de ayer. You're trying to lean on yesterday's faithfulness. Yesterday's commitments to God. De ayer el comprometer de Dios. And you're saying to yourself, I, I've done so much already. Y te está diciendo, yo he hecho tanto. But the harvest that's coming requires more strength. Pero la cosecha que viene requiere But más anything you've done before. Más de lo que has hecho antes. And some of you are out of shape. Y algunos no están in the spirit. No están bien en el espíritu. And you're asking God for the big promises of old. But he's saying to you, you're asking for a promise that you're not ready for. Because you're not in the right spiritual shape. Paul said, you will reap if you do not give up. If you do not give up. And some of us have given up even though we're still in church. Tell three people around you, don't give up yet. Come on, tell them, don't give up yet. Don't give up yet. Come on, don't give up yet. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. Through your worship. Come on, in 72 hours. Come on, in your prayer life. Come on, in your, in your servitude. Grow in your servitude. It takes more work to walk in the promise. It takes more strength to walk in the promise than it does to wait on the Lord. Come on, stand up as we're about to enter into the new year. Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 29. He gives power to the faint. To him who has no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. Young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait, they who wait, not a passive waiting, but an active waiting. Waiting while I'm working for the Lord. Waiting while I'm preparing my life for what I'm asking for. Waiting while I prepare my heart for the things of God. They said He shall renew their strength. I wish I had a witness this evening. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. For those who are waiting on the Lord, the enemy of your soul would get you to do anything to give up. Because he understands the threat that you are. Oh, but the Spirit of the Lord is here tonight to encourage you at the innermost parts. I wish, I wish you could understand. He wants to strengthen you with his grace, with his power, so that you can keep on waiting, so that you can persevere in doing good, so that you can still be faithful when you want to give up, so that you can still be true when you want to walk away from the gospel. Oh, I know some of you want to quit on God. Oh, but if you would just wait. He is worth it. 
when we posture ourselves when we renew ourselves when we keep praying for our family when you keep praying for your spouse when you keep praying for your area your region, your city when you keep praying for your nation when you keep crying out to the Lord for the breakthrough you've asked him for nothing too small nothing unimportant to God but he cares about every detail of your life those of you waiting for a spouse a godly spouse wait on the Lord seek the Lord work in the kingdom allow the Lord to prepare you because there's a harvest coming your way don't settle for similar if he's promised you exact come on touch three people and tell them he's worth the wait he's worth the wait if you would just wait if you would just wait I want to bring in the new year telling the Lord I think you're worth the wait Jesus Jesus you're worth me being faithful you're worth me keeping my hand to the plow if you never show up for what I asked you to do you're still worthy of it you're still worthy of all that I can give you I want to give you every preaching that I got every moment of prayer that I got every song that might be in your bosom give it to him every ounce of strength you got he's worth it this year I wish I had about a hundred people who really understood your faithfulness your commitment he's worth it come on would you lift your hands if that's you and you say to yourself Pastor Lewis I want to wait on the Lord with you I want to wait on the Lord with you come on let's pray as a church Lord Jesus Señor Jesús Come on, say it with me, Lord Jesus. Jesus. I want to wait with you. I want to be faithful to you. Jesus, I want to be faithful in 2024. Strengthen me right now. Come on, strengthen me right now. I want to enter this year strengthened and waiting on the Lord you got 25 seconds somebody begin to praise the Lord somebody begin to worship the Lord harvest and perseverance harvest and perseverance
Espíritu Santo. Come on, we enter this new year. Committing to wait. Comprometidos a esperar. Not moving to the left or the right. Come on, but waiting on the Lord. But waiting on the Lord. For the glory of God. For the glory of God. Perseverance. And harvesting. Come on, perseverance. And harvesting. Perseverance. And harvesting. Come on, in just a moment, we're going to worship the Lord. Would you lift your hands one more time? Holy Spirit. We magnify you. Would you renew our strength? Come on, would you renew our strength? To wait on you. Take a moment. Coge un momento. Come on, you've already shifted into the new. Come on, ya entrado a lo nuevo. It may feel like the old. Quizás se sienta como lo viejo. But it's the new. Es lo nuevo. Come on, wait on the Lord. Vamos, espera en el Señor. Wait on the Lord. Come on, because He will. Porque 